to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. everybody welcome back to another episode of disorderly dogs the podcast i am your host rachel harris if you are new to the podcast welcome i am so happy to have you um if you have been along for the ride thank you so much for continuing to listen and showing support um, also, huge shout out to the wonderful people who have left reviews on this podcast. I read them. They bring me a lot of joy, and I very much appreciate you. So in today's episode, I am going to talk about why you should absolutely be using food in training. But before we jump into today's episode, um, if you didn't catch episode 25, Surviving Your Teenage Dog, um, go ahead and give that a listen. I think it's a really helpful episode. I got some really great feedback from you guys. Guys, um, if you have friends or family that have a adolescent dog, you may pass along that podcast episode. I like to think that it is helpful and inspiring. So if you are struggling with a teenage dog, please check out episode 25. Um, I'm also really excited. I've got some really cool episodes coming at you in the future. Um, I have an episode about therapy dogs that's coming at you next week. There's going to be a service dog episode, and I'm working on some other really good episode topics. So thank you to everyone who has been voting in my Instagram polls. Um, I really appreciate your feedback, and it's fun to hear what you guys want to hear about in the podcast. And honestly, I really just want this podcast to be a medium to share more knowledge. So um, let me know what you want to hear about. If you guys don't already follow us on Instagram at a good feeling underscore NCO, that's a really good place to get inspiration, training tips, and then to kind of get in the Instagram polls to vote about what you want to hear about in future episodes. Um, It's come to my attention that not all of the episodes that I've done are available on iTunes and Spotify. I honestly am not sure why that is. So if you know why and you can help me get all of the episodes available, hey, send me a DM on Instagram. Um, But in the meantime, all of the uh, episodes are available on SoundCloud. So yeah, just SoundCloud, just search Disorderly Dogs and all of the episodes are available there. And then all of the episodes are also available available on my website, agfdogtraining.com. You just go to the homepage and you can kind of just scroll through and listen to the episodes there. So sorry for the people who have been looking for the previous episodes on Spotify or iTunes and have not been able to find them. So um, the dogs and I are just back. If you follow us on the gram, you know that we were on a pretty epic hiking weekend. Um, We did five hikes in five days. It was stupendous. Oh God. It was so beautiful. We hiked to several mountain lakes, which Waylon was just absolutely delighted by. If you guys don't already know, Waylon, my young AM staff, is obsessed with water. So any opportunity to go swimming just like makes his day. Um, Even these cold mountain lakes. I mean, it's crazy. So these mountain lakes were literally frozen up until like a week or two ago. So they are cold. Like 
just really, really cold. And that doesn't bother him at all. He was, he's just ready to go swimming. So yeah, my husband and I went and then my mom came with her dog, Jasmine. Um, and we just had uh, such an epic time. So um, if you live somewhere where there are mountains, <laughs> make time to go up there and do that. Um, self-care is something that I didn't always put a lot of value in. And I've definitely changed that in the last few years. And I got to say, I am the happiest I have ever been in my life. So if you're feeling a little burnt out or overwhelmed, I highly suggest a mountain getaway with your dogs. <laughs> um, so Let's talk about using food in training. So there is this bullshit notion that you should not have to use food in training with your dogs. And that comes from this old school mindset of dominance in dog training. Not only is that exhausting from like the human standpoint, having to constantly dominate and control your dog, but science also tells us that there are kinder, more gentler methods that actually produce better trained behaviors and better results in dog training. Um, People want to refuse the science. I don't know why that is. I don't know why people have such a hard time like looking at data and taking it for what it is, but there is still a lot of people in this world that believe in this horrible dominance myth. So um, if you were one of those people, the world is yours. You can do whatever you want, but I want you to know that there is a much easier option, and I promise you, your dog and you will be much happier. Like I said, it must be so exhausting to have to constantly control and dominate your dog. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I ain't got time for that. Like, I'm focusing on living my best life, and that does not include constantly trying to assert dominance over my dog. Um, What I'm doing is I'm utilizing positive reinforcement, and I am using food primarily as the reinforcement. There are plenty of other reinforcements. If you've listened to past episodes, you know that. If you are a dog professional, you know that. Um, But food is a really easy resource to dispense and use to our advantage. So you should absolutely be using food in training. Okay, and as a baseline, dogs need food to survive. Why would we not use a resource that they need to survive to our advantage for training? Like, why would we not do that? Like, why waste food and just feed them at home out of a normal dog food bowl and take them into the world and not take food with you? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. You know what makes a lot of sense to me is instead of feeding them for free out of a normal bowl is putting that food in my treat pouch and rewarding desirable behaviors along the way. Um, You guys know this. If you follow me on Instagram, if you've been on this journey, if you know me in person, um, you know that I take my dogs a lot of places. We do a lot of adventures, and that is possible because I take reinforcements with me. Yeah? Yeah. Does that make sense, you guys? Um, So if you want to take your dog more places, if you want to do more adventuring with your dogs, you need to get in the habit of bringing food reinforcements with you. I did a poll a couple days ago, maybe it was last week, about if you were taking food reinforcements with you on adventures. And hey, shout out to those of you who are. Yeah, I see you guys. You're amazing. To those of you who aren't, hey, no big deal. It's all good. 
you can change, you can evolve, and you can make new habits. So I urge you, if you are taking your dog places, adventures, walks, new places, seriously, wherever you're going, take food reinforcements with you. Okay, because that's going to make meaningful behavior change and it's also going to improve your relationship with your dog. So like I said before, why not use food? They need it to survive, right? So some other reasons for using food in training. Almost all dogs find food reinforcing. I hear you people out there. I hear you. I hear you. Well, my dog is not motivated by food. I recognize that there are some of those unicorns out there. There are some dogs that are not terribly motivated by food, but in my experience, if you change a few things in their day-to-day, you change up feeding, maybe you change up value of treats, all dogs can be food motivated. So um, if you guys follow us on the gram, you saw that my mom's dog Jasmine came with us this weekend. And my mom got discouraged and she stopped taking food on hikes because Jasmine wasn't taking food from her. And she was frustrated. She's like, this is pointless. She won't even take the food. So why would I even bring it with me? So What I did this weekend is I made sure I had lots of high-value treats. Um, This weekend for our hiking getaway, I did cheese, hot dogs, steak, and chicken. And I also found these awesome, like, um, pouches. They're called Bark. I think they're called Bark Pouches. I'll verify that. I'll include that in the show notes. But they're just little, like, like packets that you can, like, squeeze and the dogs can lick them out. And they come in all kinds of disgusting flavors that the dogs love. Um, cheesy sardine comes to mind. And I brought those with me. And I tell you what, Jasmine was more than happy to come when I called her and get some of those food reinforcements. Yeah, so I understand that it's easy to get stuck in patterns with dogs and feel like, well, dog, my dog isn't food motivated, but I encourage you to take a step back, take a deep breath, and try a different food reinforcement, and also try adjusting your attitude. Because if you're constantly repeating to yourself over and over again, my dog isn't food motivated, hey, it's pretty likely that you're going to get a dog who isn't food motivated. Okay, so remember that like you are a big piece of this equation. It's not just your dog. You also have to change your habits and your thought patterns, okay? So um, like I said, most dogs find food reinforcing. So why not use it to reinforce behavior you want to see more of? Food is pretty easy to control, right? It's pretty easy to have food on your body to dispense it for desirable behavior. Another reason to use food in training. Um, By using food as a reinforcement, you're also going to get really nice, reliably trained behaviors. This weekend when we were hiking, we encountered a lot of wildlife, which is not uncommon. And um, sweet baby boy Waylon, he came when I called him after he was chasing a deer. Yeah. Um, I can hear you guys out there. Why would you let your dog chase a deer? He's disturbing the wildlife. I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, he only startled this deer. This deer got away from him really quickly. The whole ordeal was maybe like 30 seconds long. Okay. And if I didn't think that I could call Waylon off of that deer, he would not be off leash. Okay. So, um, that was a big win. And you want to know why we went, we won in that scenario is because I have paid Waylon with food consistently for coming when I call him. 
So if you want your dog to respond to you no matter what is going on, you absolutely should be using food as a reinforcement. Okay? Um, You've heard me talk about this in previous episodes, but I'm going to say it again because by God, is it worth repeating. Food is bonding. What do you do with your friends and family to celebrate occasions? You go out and you eat and drink together. I don't know why there's this this misconception that you shouldn't share your food with your dogs. Like, that's just crazy to me. Like, if the tables were turned and I was the dog and my dog was the person and they didn't share with me, like, that's crazy. I wouldn't want to hang out with a person like that. So I encourage you. Be freaking generous and share with your dog. Food is bonding. And honestly, what it really boils down to, ladies and gentlemen of the internet, it boils down to your relationship with your dog. Yes, technical training, all of that stuff matters. But if you don't have a good standing relationship with your dog, you have nothing to build on. So food is bonding. So please, for the love of God, use food in training. Be generous, okay? I've done a couple Instagram posts about food, using food in training. Um, I did one that said, don't be cheap, reinforce more. Um, and But seriously, I don't know if you guys know any stingy people in your lives, but stingy people are not my favorite for a lot of reasons. I'm not a stingy person. I'm a very generous person in my exchanges with people and with dogs, and it has served me very well in my life. And I'm telling you, if you give generosity, you will get generosity. And that absolutely applies to your dog, okay? So use food because food is bonding. It's going to improve the relationship with your dog. And as a byproduct of that, you're going to have much more reliably trained behaviors. Yeah. So promoting a healthy relationship is just another thing on the list of why you should absolutely be using food and training. I also did another Instagram post, um, be a snack leader, not a pack leader. Um, I don't know who created that that hashtag on Instagram, but whoever you are, I love you. Thank you so much for creating such a delightful hashtag. But what it really boils down to is that I want to get compliance. I want to get response from my dogs because they have happy feelings about participating in the training. I don't want response from my dog because they're terrified of the consequence, right? And like, it's your life. It's your dog. You can choose whatever mode of training you want, right? Like it's totally up to you. But the point I'm trying to make here is that if you choose kindness, if you choose positive reinforcement, if you choose generosity, if you choose science-backed training methods, I think that that can improve your life in a lot more ways than just in your relationship with your dog. I say this a lot, um, but dogs teach us so much. They're here to help us evolve into the best version of ourselves. And I think if you're rehearsing and repeating controlling and punishing and dominating, you get more of that in your life and your relationships, not just with your dog, but with other people. And on the flip side of that, if you choose everything I already mentioned with your dog, I think that that transforms your life 
in a much more positive, fulfilling way. And, you know, we're all changing, we're all evolving, we're all learning as we go, but I am intentionally choosing kindness in my relationship with my dog. I'm telling you what, I'm getting a lot more kindness in other aspects of my life too. Okay, so I hope that this gives you more understanding of why we use food in training. And if you haven't been using a lot of food in training, I hope that this gives you a fresh perspective about maybe why you should be using more food in training. Okay, Um, if you are a dog professional, I know I am totally preaching to the choir here, but um, I think it's important to highlight and bring more attention to so people really understand that using food in training is a brilliant thing and it's not something to be ashamed of or resistant to, right? And, you know, I I can hear hear the the dominance-based trainers, well, are you always going to have to use food in training? Will your dog ever respond without food? Yes, my dogs will respond without food, but I'm not stingy and I always have food to pay. So um, I show up to work. I go to, se- to sessions at clients' house expecting that they'll pay me. If they stopped paying me, it's very likely that I would stop showing up. So I don't know why people think that dogs should just like work for free and do whatever we want. But I think what it really speaks to is a deep-seated desire for control in people. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to participate in that. I want to participate in the happy side of life where people are generous and you get generosity back and your dog responds because you're generous and your relationship flourishes because you use food and training. So there's my two cents, you guys, on using food in training. So if you were apprehensive, if you weren't sure about using food in training, please use food in training. Be generous. Use lots of it. Use high value treats. Okay, Um, if you like this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a five-star review on iTunes. All you got to do is just scroll down. There's a little button with a little pencil. You got to click write a review. You can click five stars and you can type in whatever you like about this episode. Also, If you like this episode, please share it with the other dog owners in your life. Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, share however you got to so that this podcast can reach more people who need it, okay? I think that by cultivating this podcast and this understanding and this mindset about what life can be like with a dog can greatly improve so many people's lives and their dog's lives. And I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I am insanely passionate about this. I truly believe that this is my sole purpose in life, is to improve people's lives and their relationship with their dogs, and as a byproduct, also improve dogs' lives. So if you like this podcast, please leave a review and please share it with your friends. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to the future episodes. Um, Therapy dogs, I'm going to have a special guest. We're going to talk all about therapy dogs. I think it's going to be super informative. 
perspective. I've got lots of good episodes coming at you in the future. If there's something you want to hear about on the podcast, send me a DM over on the Instagram. I would be happy to talk about what you want to hear about with your own dog. So ladies and gentlemen of the internet, you beautiful dog owners out there, have a fantastic day, would you? And please be generous with the food giving with your dog. I'm already looking forward to the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at a good feeling dog training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com. Do you want to be able to trust your dog off leash? Do you want to improve your relationship with your dog? A dog with a trustworthy recall gets way more opportunities to adventure and be a dog. Let's be honest, having a dog that doesn't come when called really kind of sucks. So, do you want to make your life easier? Do you want to learn how to train a trustworthy recall? Do you have 10 minutes a day to devote to training for just 30 days? Check out my online course, Trustworthy Recalls. I give you step-by-step instructions for teaching a trustworthy recall with just 10 minutes a day for 30 days. You can learn more about trustworthy recalls at agfdogtraining.com.